Yep. This is your boy Caesar Walker. This is Ronnie Gatry. And you're listening to the latest episode of the Tipping Point Podcast, a place where black men freely speak their minds. Uh, Gat, before we get into the show, please tell our lovely listeners where they can find us. So, um, on Instagram and Twitter, you can find us at The Tipping Point. That's T-H-A Tipping Point on each platform. And if uh, you're of the streaming type, we are, of course, as you know, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Spotify. And as of today, we're on Google Play Music as well. You can find us at, on each of those at Tipping Point. So um, just search for us. We're there and we're ready to hear what you got to say. Bet. Um, so let's get ready to start the show. What are we talking about today, bro? Well, Walker, um, thanks for asking. <laughs> on this episode, we're going to touch on the Boeing 737 issues. Um, we're going to talk about this college entry scandal. Uh, we're going to talk about your homeboy, Russell Westbrook. Uh, I'm starting to like Russell Westbrook. Bro. You've always liked him. You 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 ride hard for this guy. Okay. Uh, we're going to touch on NFL free agency, and uh, we're <laughs> because I want to talk about it so bad. <laughs> we're going to talk about the Facebook Instagram outages that you really don't care about. The main event, <laughs> right? And um, we're also going to hear what you guys say about Captain Marvel, and then of course you know after that we're going to do our famous uh, player of the week and shoutouts. Bet. Bet. Sound good. That'll work for me. Okay. Uh, so, anyway, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well. I'm okay. Doing well. All right. Yeah. Um, That's it? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm looking at Walker with a side eye because we've endured a lot to bring you this recording today. <laughs> a lot has happened. A lot has happened. So, forgive me if I'm a little off, but uh, I'm just glad that we're here. I'm thankful for the time, and um, I'm just trying to be as efficient as I can. But um, Good weekend. Yeah, yeah, it was a great weekend, man. Okay. You know, uh, ballpark, uh, T-ball. Still hates it. He or is, he, is he starting? Is he starting to? He, he played really well yesterday. Walker. Of course, he played well the week before. <laughs> but yesterday, he he's the best non-athlete you've ever seen. <laughs> right? Shots fired. <laughs> for those Walker. listening for the first time. His son isn't into golf, so Gatry has not given him the illustrious tag as he, an athlete. He might as well not be in anything. T Rash, <laughs> you are. Dude, he he was at third yesterday. Okay. And dude, he had two stops. Now they don't they don't keep scoring T ball where he's playing. Everybody bats and that, you know, once you get to the end of your lineup, that's the end of the inning, whatever. But still How many innings is this? It's three. Okay. Yeah. So um yeah, three innings. I had to think about that. But no, for him to have the presence of mind to stop a ball that came right at him mm-hmm. and collect himself, knowing there was a runner on second, and go touch the bag at third, even though they don't really score outs, it's just like, okay, I think this is starting to click for him. They don't score outs. So no, what happens when you touch the bag? The kid just well, keeps running? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when he catches the ball, what does he do? Now, what, we, is he, what is he supposed to do? What is he supposed to do by the rules? Obviously, you've coached him beyond the yeah. rules. And we coach him the, when he gets the ball, or any, every, every kid plays infield as well. Uh-huh. Uh, when they get the ball, they throw it to third, or excuse me, they throw it to first. Okay. Right? Or try as hard as they can to throw it to first. Gotcha. But there was a runner on second. Right? Sure. So for Noah to get the ball, run to the bag, and touch it without having been told to, 
I thought was pretty impressive. Gotcha. So I didn't ask him about it. I celebrate like like I picked him up like we just won a championship. Like I went crazy. I was I was just whatever. Allow me to commend you. Let let me commend you. Thank you. Um, I don't do that a lot. <laughs> Let's be, let's be clear here. I'm uncomfortable because you, yeah, yeah. you look uncomfortable. You look uncomfortable. Is this a right setup now. walker? No. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm going to commend you because I've been to these kind of games before and they're, they're so stupid in me in terms of the rules, right? I get it. You don't, you want the kids to have fun and participate and whatever. So you don't want to do things that'll stunt their excitement. Right. 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 So telling them that they're out. Those types of things can kind of damage their psyche or confidence or whatever. Sure. Right? Right. It's still dumb. It's still, it's ridiculous. Like me watching it, I'm like, okay, what are you supposed to do on defense? Why don't why don't the kids just not even play defense? Just just sit in the dugout and let the other kids hit the ball. You do understand if you did not have outs at this phase of T ball, the innings would never end. Probably. So for a time management perspective. It makes more sense to just bat through the lineup, call an inning, and go for it again. I guess so. Each, each player gets a bat three times. Well, not, you're done with it. Not if everyone coached their kid like you did, because your kid had the presence of mind to get the ball and get the kid out, even though he could he never be out. Right. But still, I mean, if the other team's going to hit the ball and we field it, you can't just get the ball and just start celebrating. Like, you want to, you want to, you want to coach them fundamentals so they can learn some aspect of the game. Okay. Because next year, if Noah decides to do it, he'll be doing coach pitch. He, he won't. He probably won't. He'll do, he'll do coach pitch, and they start recording outs, things of that nature. That's when they turn the rules on, if you will. Gotcha. So anyway, <laughs> you're terrible, and you're trash. Okay. <laughs> TNT. <laughs> oh. No, Walker, it was good, man. How, how's your weekend been so far? Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. Just been with the wife. Gotcha. Just good quality time. I'm trying to think what I did Friday. I feel like we did something on Friday. This weekend has been a blur for me. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, my, my niece. That's where I was. I was in Montgomery. My, my niece is a student at Alabama State. Okay. And she's in the theater department. Nice. And we went down there to support her and her play. She's a beast. Very cool. She's dude. a beast. She's she's a beast. I'm this so proud. This a future of her. for her potentially. That's what she wants to do. She ah, wants to get into that. Yeah. Okay. She's actually been in a play like that. What wasn't even put on by the school. Already. Man, are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. So she she, she has a bright future. She's okay. really good at it. Wow. Yeah. And they were. It wasn't like you know how you see certain plays where. Someone says a line, the other person says a line. Like, there's a dialogue, so yeah. it's kind of chopped. Your lines are chopped up, so <laughs> yeah. you don't have to, like, discontinuous. No, she had, like, a lengthy script. No that way. She, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and I was impressed. Like, how do you remember that? And I asked her, I was like, are you, do you freestyle any of that? Like, do you ad lib? She you was like, no. She's going verbatim script? Verbatim. Verbatim. See, I'm thinking you got you gotta like. Yeah, you gonna forget something, some nuance or whatever little detail you gotta say. You just yeah. kind of just wing it. But no, she. I was like, how long did it take you to remember those? You know, that I always wonder that in plays. How long does it take these people to memorize this? She was like, it took me about a week. Mind you, she's in college. That's what I'm saying. She's got other classes she's got to do. Other things she's committing to memory, but no, she remembered the script in a week. Oh, she's she, into it then. She's gifted. It's gift. It's a gift. That's awesome, man. Yeah, she's talented. So that's wow. what we did Friday. We got back late, slept in Saturday, and then, you know, went on about our day. I hate your guts. <laughs> I know, right? 
Dink life. Hashtag dink. Or what I called earlier, you're you're in your um, in a golden time of your life right now. Or yeah, like golden that. era or something yeah, like that, dude. You it really is. are. It is. It is. Gosh. It is. It really is. But you know, cool. it may come to an end eventually. <laughs> well, don't say it like that. Oh, well, dude, I have to say it like that. <laughs> when, I, when I look at my friends with kids, yes. I got to share. You made me think of something. We hadn't talked about this, but okay. you, you, you just brought this reality to, uh, to me, to light for me. Uh, so, we, we, my family and I went to breakfast this morning. And, Waffle um, House? No. <laughs> I don't know why that's funnier the second time. <laughs> But I, we're at breakfast, and uh, my one-year-old's being a typical one-year-old. Oh, right. Right? right. And um, my five-year-old, he's doing okay, I guess. But it was a buffet-style breakfast. Okay. And um, there were these people sitting sitting near to us. I I, I could tell they were... Um, I could tell they didn't have any kids. Okay. And I just got a sense they were kind of a nearly newly married couple. Okay. And so they kept kind of looking over and, you know, whatever. And uh, so I, I go back to the line to get some food for my wife mm-hmm. while she manages the chaos that's happening at the table. <laughs> so I bump into the guy, literally mm-hmm. physically bump into him okay. you know, as we're getting a croissant or something. And um, he looks over and he says, man, you know, you got a beautiful family. I said, well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I was like, it, it's, it's got its times, but, you know, I'm thankful for it. Yeah. And um, he was like, man, I got to tell you something. He's like, man, I, I don't mean I don't mean this by I don't mean this negatively. And I was like, yeah, sure, man. What's up? He's like, dude, we're here. This is at Ross Bridge, a, a resort here in Birmingham where right. we had breakfast. And um, he's like, my wife and I are here celebrating our two-year anniversary. And um, on the drive up here, I forgot where he said where he was from, but it was drivable. Okay. But he said um, on the drive up here, all we talked about was kids and, you know, when when are we going to fit that into our kind of, to our plan, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And he said, man, after seeing y'all at the table. Another two years. <laughs> she, he said, we almost said it used to. Let's hold off on kids. That's real. That's like, a- I got friends that I look at, and I'm like, well, we'll babysit their kids. Yeah. And me and my wife look at each other and be like, we're good. Next year. <laughs> let's let's talk about this next year. Right. Not wait till next year. We'll revisit this next year. Right. We'll so, table it for the rest of the year for some of the kids we watch. Dude, but I was so weak, Walker. Like I, I hear it's, I, but it's different though when it's your kids. Though, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, and he, I think he cleaned it up well and saying like, it's not, it's nothing about your kids. Like your kids out of control. It's just we're not ready. We we we, we looked at y'all and saw how y'all were, and it, it was challenging for you and your wife. I was like, yeah, well, kids are always gonna be challenging. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, nah, I think it was cool he shared that with me. And I was just like, yeah, man, well, this is life. I love it. I, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Y'all, do, y'all, are the, y'all are the terrible salespeople with kids. Right. Because right. we're like, yeah, because my homeboy was like, yeah, man, you know, me and my wife, we, we, we try to make it work. And I'm like, you have to try. It doesn't even sound like you make it work as long as you try. You have to try, you, dude. You just take the win is that you tried. You're gonna fail with kids. You're gonna fail more than you succeed. Oh goodness. You, I mean, it's an unknown. Yeah. You're dealing with little creatures that don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to shape them, and they don't care. They don't care at all. <laughs> you saw my one year old today. He doesn't care. He really doesn't. He mean mugged you, dude. He barely. Yeah, he did. He did mean mugging, but he don't even look up when you call his name. <laughs> He's like truck, whatever. He does not care. So just like considering that, you just got to try. 
At any rate, um, speaking of family, yeah. um, let's 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 so, go ahead. We're gonna transition in. Yeah. So so we're still Wal- into to, to our topics. So okay. So Walker, um, I'm traveling tomorrow for business. Where to? <laughs> I'm traveling to Vegas. Okay. Ah. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Even though even though Southwest has said we don't have any 737 Maxes in our fleet anymore. I we- did see there that the. the- the pr- yeah, I did see that. Dude, I'm out of my mind concerned. <laughs> Why are you scared about it? I've, I've been flying Walker. Lit- I'm not joking. Because you travel a lot. So yeah, what I've been concerned? flying since I was one. Like, air travel is nothing to me. Sure. I can't think I- of a year that I did not air travel. Okay. Right? But I don't know if it's the media getting to me or what, but I'm kind of like, Lord have mercy. By media, you mean... You know your your favorite Fox News, <laughs> but just just all the attention. I'm the seven. number one black listener. Then, huh? yeah, yeah, you are. Okay, um, me and Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> well, actually, yeah, you, you rank ahead of him. No, yeah, yeah. I don't do that. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I forgot you are sitting right here. Yeah, these are stories I tell behind your back. Um, okay, <laughs> to your one year old who yes. means me. <laughs> um, but no, man, I, I'm concerned. What are you concerned about? Just because, I mean... You're going to crash midway? I, I don't know. Why do you feel that way? Dude, two crashes in, what, a week or less than a week? I was going to tell you to land a plane, but that was going to be so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Where did your heart go? Goodness. But no, nah, man, it's just... Nor- normally, like... I can be, I can get emotionally ready for flight because uh-huh. I don't even think about it because it's, it's, and I don't travel a lot, but uh-huh. I've done enough air travel where it's a routine process for me. But I don't know the 737 Max thing. I don't know because I have a family now, and it's just like, I don't know. It's, it's just weird. And, and for for the listeners that may be under a rock, the nucleus of this, of this focal point is just about the 737, the Boeing 737 Max jets. That we've had two that we know of that have crashed here recently. One of which was in Ethiopia, and um, a lot of a lot of airlines have kind of uh, this or decommissioned their 737 Max jets in light of. It's almost kind of like a recall for airplanes. Yeah, yeah, which you don't hear about ever, you know, because right. it's the safest form of travel, right? Um, <laughs> so we thought, but uh, but yeah, man, it, it's it's unfortunate. Um, but it's something I'm thinking about, pretty much. Well, let me just say this. Our thoughts and prayers are with those who've lost their lives. Absolutely. And loved ones who have missing loved ones. Um, yeah, that's... that's. It's one of the things that... Because I travel, yeah. um, of course, with my job. And I've gotten to a place to where I don't even think about it anymore. Like, of course, I pray and do yeah. all those sorts of things. But I don't think about it right. anymore. Um, and it's one of those things to where I guess it, it creates anxiety for a lot of people when you have to start thinking about it. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. But again, thoughts and prayers with the, and I'm pretty sure you're going to be fine traveling. But it is. It, it does make you. It does in the back of your mind makes you wonder how safe you are on the planes and just the whole machinery technology things breaking down human error those types of elements that come to play when these these sorts of situations right right. yeah it's i i get it i get it but yeah my heart goes out to those who just who who lost their lives just for no reason same here and i I gotta share a funny story walker (laughs) right on the heels of that yeah (laughs) good timing this prop the timing was terrible gosh (laughs) 
Oh. It's no. not gonna be funny now. It's not. Move on. So I don't need to share my funny 737 story. Sure, we love okay. jokes. So. <laughs> and I don't think I, I don't think it's really really that's funny. But um, so since since we've had kids, when I've had to travel, like I don't know, it's, it's something weird happens to me. Like mm-hmm. leading up to that day, I want to spend as much family time as possible, and my wife knows this. And it's so funny because when I'm traveling by myself, she kind of knows that weekend before is off limits, you know. Right. Or the days leading to whenever I have to travel. Okay. So um, the past few days have been a lot of overly intentional family time. And uh, <laughs> I, I was checking in for the flight because, you know, Southwest, if, if you're cheap like me, you got to do it 24 hours in advance. So I was checking in. I checked in. A group. A group. There you go. A group. A 20 something. Okay. <laughs> Holler at me. <laughs> Uh, so I, I check in, get the confirmation, like, hey, you checked in, here's your A, da, da. Then at the top, there's like a red ribbon on the app that says, you can change your flight. <laughs> so my media thought, why do I want to change my flight? <laughs> is this the 737 Max? <laughs> what are you telling me? So I start freaking out, Walker. <laughs> this is at breakfast this morning. <laughs> you just had breakfast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, of course, I click on it and I read it, and it's just their policy about, hey, we're Southwest. It's all good if something happens and you need to change your flight. But the fact that it was on like a red alert ribbon, like right when I checked in, I was like, <sighs> this is after you read that they didn't have 737. Yes. <laughs> the, the red alert was like, now featuring right. 737. Yeah, right. or, or to me, it was like, hey, Ronnie, you can get out of this if you want to. <laughs> I mean, if you don't, it's fine, but, you know, if you don't, want to. Don't say we didn't try. <laughs> but, no, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'll be all right, Walker. It's just, you know. How just, long are you going to be in Vegas? I'll be there all, I think I come back Friday night. Oh, wow. Yeah. For the whole week. Yeah, huh? I got a conference like a, out there. Nice. You know, you know what's dope, Have Walker? You been to Vegas? Yeah, yeah, I've been to Vegas more times than I want to admit. Um, I've got a dark history, Walker. <laughs> Who tell? <laughs> this square that you that you label me as has not always been square. I've no, been, no, 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 no. I've been rather obtuse before. I said I was a square, and then yeah. you followed up by saying that this is offline, of course. I said you followed up was like, oh no, I'm more of a square than you are, and I was like, oh, I agree. I agreed, but I didn't call you a square. I just agreed with you calling yourself a square. In my book, you called me a square. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a conference there for. Uh, <laughs> Square people. <laughs> it's a square. <laughs> no, uh, we got a conference all next week. Uh, it's it's cool because I'll have an opportunity to speak at the conference, which I'm pretty excited about. Uh, really? our, yeah, our listeners may not know this, but public speaking opportunities is something that light my fire. As I listen to a podcast, sure, gotcha. But I have a lot of improvement to do. But I still get so excited about having opportunity. I'm usually if there's an opportunity for somebody to speak publicly. I'm usually if I'm there, I'm like, oh, let me do it. I don't care what it's about. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Ah. So anyway, um, that's it. Sp- yeah. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of plane crashes, <laughs> how about this? Jesus. <laughs> Goodness. Jesus help us. What do you think about Lori Laughlin and this whole college entrance scandal? By Lori Laughlin, you mean Aunt Becky from Full and Fuller House? Yes. And her, give me that Becky her, <laughs> with the good hair. With the good hair. With the good hair. Yes. And I think Felicity Huffman. I think. Oh, I didn't hear about her. 
Yeah, that, I mean, she she was naming it as well. Oh, okay. You just honed in on 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 Becky. Well, she's been getting the she's been getting the majority of the smoke. I think from what, what I she has been. Okay. Well, let's start with your thoughts. Um, what do you think, Walker? What do I think? Yeah, about the whole situation. I don't think much about it. I know that's shocker. Okay. I don't think much about it. Gotcha. Um, this is just another day in the life of rich, privileged people who just happen to get caught. Those are thoughts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I don't have much. It, so nothing to see here, Walker. Pretty much. Really? Yeah. What about what about the fact that she's out on a million dollar bond, Walker? Hey, she got it. It, but that doesn't resonate with you as far as way? the severity of this. I don't even. Is I guess it's a crime if you if you got put it's in jail. It's fraud. Or. Yes. But it's severe. Okay, dude. People have been. Um, Accused of murder, sure. That have had lesser bail bonds, sure. A mil- I was blown away by that number. Because yeah. when I heard a million dollars, I was like, "Well, let me go research some more because there must have been something else that happened. Like, there's a body buried somewhere." Yeah, but it's bribes. I mean, that's just that the whole bribe of and just background. She and Lori Laughlin, uh, Felicity Huffman were among those who were named in this scam where they bribed individuals into basically getting their kids enrolled in these schools that were pretty, um, a lot of people were competing for limited space to get into, correct? Correct. Um, I don't even know how, do you know how they got found out about it? No, I don't. But it, it, it got released this week or this past week about it. Um, to not, me, is it's, that even important how they, how they got, how no, they were had? Yeah. No, I mean, but it, it's just, it, to me, it's, this stuff like this happens all the time. All the time. That doesn't bro. mean it's okay, though. And you're no, just, no. But you're just kind of like, man, I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just, not okay with that sentiment. Why you're not okay with it? Because this is, again, a million dollar bond. This is a situation, Walker. Sure. Okay. Okay. So you know about Lori Laughlin's daughter. I think think you and I talked about it before. Two daughters. She's social. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She has two daughters. Yeah. But you're talking about well, you want to uh, focus on the, the daughter one under, yeah, under the microscope for this situation. Okay. All right. She's a social media influencer um, to the tune of, I mean, she's got sponsors, big name sponsors and all that, right? Okay. So you know what's compelling about the story in her? She, as we know, there's some involvement with uh, USC's academic staff or whatever. So while her mom is <laughs> focusing on bailing herself out of jail or whoever their people are trying to bail her out, she's too busy with, um, I think it's the uh, Board of Registrars, the guy that heads that up for USC. Okay. She's cool with his daughter. Okay. So she's too busy partying and up spring break on on this guy's yacht. <laughs> well, she said that in a video. Yeah. They played a video where she's ready for the parties, the whole college life, but as far as schools goes, you know, I don't really care about She school. kept it 100, though, and I respect her for that. I ain't even mad at that. Yeah. I ain't mad at that. Like, a lot of kids go to college with that mindset. Okay. And I'm deconstructing my own thought here, but I'm going to ask you some pointed questions. All right. Why do you want? Why do Why do you want me to be so up in arms about? Because this? you need to care about this Walker. No, I don't. Why not? Because there's nothing to see here. This This happens all the time, bro. And I'm not that I agree with it, but it's a matter of. It's almost a matter of. They just got caught. Don't get caught. 
a lot of people are doing a lot of crazy stuff. Like True. This. There's a lot of stuff that happens on the There's a radar. lot of stuff. I mean, we see it on, and to me, I look at a lot of people who are outraged by this, and I'm wondering, like <laughs> not so much you, not so much you, but I see a lot of hypocrisy and a lot of people who are outraged by this. Okay. Or making this the, the narrative of it, so to speak, right? I almost feel like it's something else happening behind the scenes and this has become the story. Because my thing is, when we look at our neighborhoods across the country, uh, and we look at how people are being, how zoning issues have taken to effect, how there are intentionally unethical things being done to keep certain, certain classes of people in certain schools, and certain classes of people out, I'm like, this is just another example of that. Where the privilege gets a leg up on those who are probably more talented, but don't have either the money, resources, or prestige that these people have. Oh, you're right. This has happened for this has been going on for years and it's still happening. So I'm like, what? I'm looking at people who are outraged, and I'm like, oh, you have a problem with this, really? <laughs> so that's why I'm like, whatever. And this is to me, it feeds into the whole. While we, I hear people in our community say we have to work twice as hard to get half as much as what they have. Uh. Because they, there are people who have the money, the influence, the resources to just get right in the, great analogy, they get right to the express line and board the plane faster mm. than those of us who have worked hard to get there at the same time. USA pre-check. <laughs> Yeah, you go. You see what I did there, Walker? Absolutely. <laughs> I that like a, that. That was a lob, and you dunked it. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. They they just get hurried to, to the front of the line with no merit. That girl did. Did that girl say anything about wanting to be whatever it was when she grow grows no. up through, where, through school? Did, did she, did she want to get a great education? Did no. she want to bust her? No, she wants well, to you party. You have students blocks from USC's campus who are praying for just absolutely yeah. getting rejected left and right yeah. and have the credentials. Right. They have the merit and want to actually absolutely. So when I look at that, I'm like, dude, this is happening all the time, all the time. Yeah. They just got caught. So, you know, whatever happens to them, happens to them, but you mean to tell me they're the only ones? Uh, okay. You successfully diluted me in this in this time. So thanks for waking me up. I was drifting to sleep when you brought up this topic. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm going to segue here, Walker. <laughs> Speaking of getting caught, um, your homeboy, Russell Westbrook, was caught <laughs> West saying, Breezy yeah saying some um, really offensive things to a uh, to a young man's wife here recently uh-huh. in a game and just to bring listeners in uh, one of Walker's favorite teams the Oklahoma City Thunder he never admits that but I'm, I'm breaking it here on this podcast uh, we're playing the Utah Jazz a team that, that Gatry really loves Gatry's a <laughs> big time jazz fan <laughs> Oh, he loved the John Stockton, Jeff Hornacek era where the shorts came bring the up. shorts back. Oh, yeah. Bring- <laughs> They're coming back, though. In college. I've seen that. Guys are rolling them up. Um, but anyway, <laughs> no pun intended. Goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> but no, they were playing the Jazz, a team who um, has a history of some very offensive uh, verbal abuse uh, towards Russell Westbrook. 
as some of you can recall in the playoffs last year, uh, Russell Westbrook was seen swatting a phone at a fan who was either trying to throw it at him or try to get him get him to take a selfie, something weird. But he was vocal back then about the verbal abuse he had to take from the Utah Jazz faithful. Uh, so we, we were here again this past week with Russell Westbrook being placed in a similar situation to where uh, a fan allegedly told Re- Russell Westbrook to get on his knees like he's used to. Boy. Boy, get on your knees like you're used to. To which set Russell Westbrook off, Where, which honestly, I I don't know many many black people, black men, that it would not set off. I was I was outraged in hearing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this, this is a pretense of, the, of what we're about to talk about here. Uh, so again, Walker, I'm gonna I'm gonna hand the mic over to you. What what what's what you got on this? You know, this put the NBA in a very weird spot because the NBA is one of the rare sports where you have that close fan athlete interaction. Right. You can, you can right be right there, there if you want to. If you got right the money. there with them, right, <laughs> right there with them. Fans can fall over into you at any given moment. Eat your I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, it's 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 a different dynamic than that of football, that of baseball. Even you know, sometimes players fall over into the stands trying to catch a foul ball or whatever. Rarely seen in football. Rarely though. right, unless you go arena. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Um, and honestly, who's doing that? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. The worst. <laughs> but no, I'm just saying, like, it's a different dynamic because as the NBA, we understand that the players, they're people, but they're also a part of the product. Okay. You don't want to have a situation where you have the product lashing out at fans. Uh, That's one side of it, right? right? But at the same time, and, and you especially see it in, in teams that host the other team. They're going to heckle those guys, right? Right. So it's a fine line there, right? I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to get you out of your game, but there is indeed a line. And I've heard from other players in the league that say that it's something about Utah. It's something about Salt Lake City. Now, according to the Census Bureau, I think it's 2% black people in Salt Lake City. Oh, for real? Right. Okay. So very. So when you have that dynamic, you know that's some. That's some. Carl Malone doesn't even live there. I don't think he does. He, no, I'm telling you, no, he, he does not. There you go. <laughs> Brian Russell. No, he he moved. <laughs> right. Anyway, um, did you? Did we hear about him after the Jordan? Dude. That dude is in barbershops right now, swearing to God that Jordan pushed off. Okay? Anyway. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know when you have that type of ratio of blacks to whites, you know there's some BS. Yeah. It's some BS there. Now, right. I'm not saying that's an indictment on all white people who live in Salt Lake, but you can expect there to Dang. be some, some bigotry. Lie, <laughs> there's some bigotry there. Yeah. Right? And so, when it comes to this situation... I think it's fair that the NBA. Do you think it's fair that the NBA? Uh, you know, that's a good question, Walker. And by uh, by my question, I mean Russell Westbrook had to pay. What was it? Twenty? Was it twelve? Twenty four? I thought it was like twenty grand or twenty. Something grand like that. He had yeah. to pay. Yeah, yeah. That was his fine. Right. Um, and they banned the other guy for life. Oh, did they? Oh yeah, he's not allowed no more at the in, in NBA. That's games. news to me. 
particularly the Utah Jazz. Okay. I'm okay. pretty sure he. I don't, I'm pretty well, sure he could travel somewhere else. But Walker and I, I've I've had similar discussions with friends of mine. I'm going to bring it to the podcast because right. you you know my thoughts are are crazy. Now, <laughs> I'm playing devil's advocate here. We live in a country where free speech is endorsed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I feel like the NBA coming in and making these actions is essentially saying your free speech ends at the ticket counter. Okay. When you walk in, like you you gotta you gotta suspend your free speech when you're in this facility. Okay. I don't know how I feel about that. So here's the thing about free speech. He's not in jail. Mmm. He still has a life. He can still go to work. He okay. can still be very, with his family. Very good he point. can still walk these streets. You're free to say whatever you want to. But that doesn't discard the fact that there are consequences to what you say publicly. That's true. And that there is there is an NBA code of conduct. Of Absolutely. Which you've seen this when you went to your... I don't know how early you got there, but I know the last NBA game I went to, it was pretty obvious that the NBA is tuned in on, this, on these types of incidents. Mm-hmm. And they let all the fans know beforehand... By buying this ticket and entering this facility, you agree to the code of conduct, right? Right. So, um, but very, very compelling point. Yeah. That no one's ever explained it to me like that before. I usually just take heed from That's that. That's what freedom of speech is. You're free to say whatever you want without being jailed. <laughs> but you can still get these consequences. You can still get kicked out of this arena. Gotcha. And not invited back. Okay. Well, that really deadens my whole argument. Okay. I, I um what what I do have an an issue with the, with the NBA is, and I know they got to do something, and I know putting on the jumbotron beforehand is one measure. But did you see these cards, the images of these cards that the NBA hands out to people who sit really close to the to the floor? Uh-uh. Okay, so it's essentially a code of conduct card that essentially restates everything I talked about about the NBA publicizing, but it, it takes on a different tone to those who are close enough to the floor to where their words, if presented the right audible tone, can be ingested and consumed by the players and potentially impact their performance, right? Right. This this measure, again, I know the NBA has to do something, but man, if it's me and I'm just... <laughs> I, I don't have a love for basketball and I'm there just to heckle. I'm discarding this card as soon as they give it to me. Sure. What? I mean, I, I, I don't like the card thing. Why you don't like the card? Because thing? it just seems it seems it seems like a little toy. Like, what is that gonna do? If if you're and it's not fair to the NBA to predict the minds and hearts of people that walk into right. to do these events, but you have to think if if a guy's gonna come in, say Salt Lake City with negative thoughts you think this car is going to impede anything here's what i like what's been done well i like the fact that you have to make an example of people yeah right yeah this guy's no longer invited back right right so you already know that's a that's that is a possible consequence if i'm going to do this right right sure i can ignore the card i can discard it whatever i'm pretty sure people who never had intentions of ever doing this to athletes have discarded that card right fair but i feel that the nba has made a statement in terms of we will not tolerate this behavior case in point exhibit a look at what we did to this guy right okay so I think as long as you make it clear, and, and it's almost kind of like you have to make an example out of the first person who jumps over the fence right. and, and acts this way, 
you have to make an example of that person so that you don't encourage other people in the future to do something crazy. The problem is this has been happening in Salt Lake City for a long time. Why is this guy the first person to be made example of? Well, is because the evidence was so clear? Right. Okay. It was actually captured. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like we, we know that there are husbands out there that are abusing their wives, but when you see it, yeah. you know what I mean? Gotcha. It takes on, it's, it's a different, now you have, you have something tangible to go along with the narrative. And it puts pressure on the NBA. To take action. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Speaking of sports, Walker, um, I don't know about your phone. Great segue. Thank you. I don't know about your phone or your uh, smart wearable technology, but um, mine's been jumping off my wrist and out of my pocket about all these NFL free agents. Don't care. (laughs) But I'll let you finish, Kanye. Uh, NFL free agency has been hot this week. Okay. And like like I said before I recorded, we're not going to go transaction by transaction. I, I just want to I want to approach this at a volume aggregate level. Okay. And let me just get into it. Okay. Please. I I'm all for players securing the bag as you young black people like to say. Jesus Christ. Um <laughs> I'm all for it. Like genuinely I am. Okay. But I think this thing is all a big facade. Cuz let me tell you, I cracked. I cracked the NFL. Uh, free agency code this week I did enlighten me okay so Walker let's say you get drafted next month right right you're gonna get a rookie deal now I don't know the numbers of that we're not here to talk about that it's gonna it's gonna be bargain right okay Walker all you gotta do is ball out that contract year of your rookie deal which which would be the last year of that deal sure right enough to get other people's attention sure right hmm? after that you're gonna secure the bag and you know what after that you don't have to do anything because you secured guaranteed money right depends on how hard you ball but yeah, like, yeah I'm with you right so um because how much I mean that guaranteed contracts are at a premium in the NFL. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm focusing this on one particular player, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Okay, right, who sat out last year because he was he was he was upset about his money. And I'm not I'm not against Le'Veon, but to see the kind of money Le'Veon he, got, he bet on himself. He did, but to see the kind of money I got, I was like, there's a cheat code in the NFL, and this guy just exploited it. I ain't mad. I'm not mad. I ain't mad. I'm not mad either. But I want to give him a shout out, but but to me, Walker, where I do get mad, where'd you get mad at? Is it dilutes the quality of the game, which has been diluting for years, might I add? But still, because you're not going to hear anything from Le'Veon anymore. I'm yawning. Why are you yawning? I'm yawning. Why? When you start getting into the dilution of the game, I'm yawning. The, here's my thing, Walker. Once these players secure the bag, which again, I'm an advocate for. They don't have to go as hard anymore, or hard at all. Okay. You're okay with that? Yeah. So then what are you tuning in to watch? If you're granted, talking to someone who doesn't watch it in let's, the film. Let's be let's 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 say you did. Okay. What are you tuning in to watch? I mean you want to see a great product played at the highest level. I get that. Gotcha. But if you're in a league that's already not giving out that many guaranteed contracts and guys are taking years off of their lives, not only that, like it, <laughs> Why? Guys are agreeing to take years off of their lives, Walker. Be, just be fair with me. Don't don't. I do said this. these guys are taking years off they're of their agree- lives. You're acting like that's, that's the NFL's fault. 
There's an act of their will. Sure, but Thank I'm you. just saying it's a I'm, shared responsibility. Do you know what my point is? No, because I keep interrupting you. Yes. So wait for me to finish my point. So these guys are taking years off of their lives, but not being compensated for it in a way that gives them security. So if these guys know that they're worth more than what they're getting paid, bet on themselves. I'm not mad at that at all. Now, as a fan of a team, yeah, I would. if I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I would feel away because my loyalty as a fan is to that team. But as a casual someone who may watch maybe one NFL game a year, eh. Bravo, Le'Veon. Bravo. Bravo. It worked. It worked. It did, yeah. I'm not mad. Get I'm, your money. I'm mad at the latter part of it. Because Get your money. we have to, we as people who do consume the NFL, have to deal with the diluted product. I got you. Um... So somebody and who, think about it. For the sake of safety, the product's been diluted anyway. Because there was true. a time when we We're just allowed guys to just run, throw themselves willingly <laughs> Celebrate at someone, it. And, and it was. I'm telling you, we had highlight videos. We put together mashup videos just full of like terrorizing hits, <laughs> right? When last time you seen that? We don't celebrate that no more. So it's already it's already begun. It's already begun. So if you're worried about the dilution of the game, where have you been the past several years? <laughs> right? Too shy. So get get the bag. If they're not paying you what you feel you're worth, bet on yourself. And if it works, I salute you. I'm not mad at Le'Veon. Spe- I'm not mad at him. Walker, speaking of somebody who's not getting paid what they're worth, since we're in NFL, let's talk about Kaepernick. And I'm he gonna, is getting I'm paid what it's worth. I'm, I'm putting this out here because you want to talk about this. Do you think he gets signed? No, I know okay. he doesn't get signed. Okay, because you know, you know what, you didn't, you don't care why, do you? Uh, no, I'm asking. I okay. asked you the question, but you didn't ask why. I think why? That way. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Why. I'm on ten, Walker. I'm, I'm amped up about this. <laughs> You've been amped up about a lot. <laughs> Here's why, Walker. You thought the blackballing of Kaepernick was a thing before he got paid from the NFL. So, do you feel like this whole to keep him so, so basically take this bag and shut up Kaepernick I think that was Goodell's whole thing here's the bag why did they settle why hmm. do you think why do you think the league settled because the NFL knew they were guilty okay so they expected so Kaepernick you, to fold by now so why would you turn around and not hire him again that's a really good question I didn't think about that part of it that's nuts like you gave him money and then you still won't hire him <laughs> Ed Reed's playing. Like, why wouldn't you not hire him at this not point? Not Ed Reed. He retired. Not Ed Reed. But who was the other guy? <laughs> oh, um, Eric Reed. Eric. Yeah. Reed. Cause his cousin. <laughs> Cause Reed's <laughs> Reed's folded. Okay. You know. He still he, and and proceeded to kneel. And he's still kneeling. Yeah, that's true. But he's not. He's not disrupting. Like Kaepernick is. And I don't mean disruption in I a bad way. You need to clean that up. I don't mean, what do you mean by disruption? Hold on now. What do you mean by disruption? You know me better than this. This is bogus. Walker, listen this to is, me. Okay. No, it's no, not go bogus. Because you're going to listen at some point. Amazon is a disruptor. Right? Netflix is a disruptor. They're disruptors. They, they disrupt the norm. They took the norm that was Walmart and Blockbuster, respectively, disrupted it. Okay, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Easy guy. Fair enough. Are you okay? Eric, Eric, Reed Reed, Eric, Eric Reed's represents the norm. Kaepernick how represents he represent, how disruption he, how, of the norm. 
Is it so much that Kaepernick is a, is become the figurehead of this? No, 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 no. It's the it's face be, of this? No, 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 no. It's deeper than that, Walker. And you gotta listen to this. Kaepernick did more than kneel. Sure. Kaepernick said, okay, I'm kneeling. I'm the face of this. Whatever. I'm sacrificing my career for this. Okay, great. All right? NFL thinks, let's get him out of here. We'll never hear from him again. Here's where Kaepernick caused a disruption. He was like, you know, no, you're not going to do this. This is collusion. There's other stuff going on. By the way, look at this long line of legal professionals behind me that I've hired to fight this thing. That's a disruption. Okay. That's why he secured the bag. Did you think he was going to, uh, they was going to even get this far? No, no. I, and since you want me to be so politically correct about everything, let me go, let me go on record and say, I support Kaepernick for what he did. He stood up for, he kneeled for what he believed in. How's that politically correct? Because you you don't allow me just to say my thoughts. You want me to say my thoughts, and you want me to go ahead and like make sure I dot every I to explain these said thoughts. Where I can't just say Kaepernick's a disruptor, because when I say that, you're just like, oh goodness, here we go. That's what I heard when you just did what you did. Uh, <laughs> but no, but I have to I have to go down to the semantics of it and explain it. So let me explain. Let me get this straight. You don't want me to make sure you specifically state what you mean. That's what you. That's what you're saying. <laughs> that's how you. That's you just, how you say you it. Want, I, I take it. You want. Me. <laughs> let me ask you this: Is Cleveland a contender? Not anymore. Not anymore. No. They were. Yeah. When? When they before they got before Kareem Hunt got suspended at games. Goodell's a petty commissioner. He's but they got, petty. But they got OBJ. Yeah. So they got OBJ. But, but you, you know it's so you know it's so. Uh, I'm trying not to use the word, but you know what's so crazy about this Walker. You don't think they'd be contenders next year? No. See, contenders when you talk about Browns means we actually could make the playoffs. <laughs> okay. And, and I think even without Kareem Hunt, that's still a reality. So yeah, they're contenders. They're contenders. Okay. okay. I just hate how Goodell, Goodell waited for this team to be put together and said, oh, by the way, Kareem Hunt, you're going to sit out at games. Sure. But how's their defense look? Uh, who needs defense in the NFL nowadays? Okay. I'm saying that real. I'm saying that honestly. Okay. I can't name you one player on their defense. One thing's for sure, they're going to be. Oh, they got the kid. They got your bo- your boy from Texas A&M, the really crazy one, but freakish, freakishly athletic. D lineman. Yeah. Okay, I think I need to tell him. I can't think of a name right gotcha. now. Gotcha. He's so insignificant, but he's on there. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Miles Garrett. Yes. 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 Um. Okay, that's all I have, man. Okay, let's get out of here, Walker. Is Johnny, is Johnny football? Is he is he done now? No, he's AAF. So they did take him. They got him. I don't know what team he's on. That broke like this morning. Ah. So yeah, he's he's going AAF. You mentioned A and M, and it made me think of him. Gotcha. Get your get your TV room already. Okay. Or he could be coming to Birmingham. Dude, the Birmingham could use him. Think so? Yeah. How's Birmingham doing? Dude. Can I say we? Because I know I know you take this personally. We is in Birmingham. Can I support AAF Birmingham or? Well, you can support who you want to. I okay. think that's my problem is that we? you are selective in your support of certain <laughs> Birmingham teams. When it comes to the gridiron, we've lost two in a row after starting out undefeated. Now I don't know the results of the game that's going on as we're recording, but mm-hmm. it's not looking good for the old iron. Old iron looking a little plasticky right now. <laughs> In full, <laughs> old iron looking Legion Fieldish right now. 
<sighs> Not the old gray lady. All right, let's get out of here, Walker. You want to talk? You want to talk social media? My emotions are still high, and they're going to remain high for this topic, Walker. What? No, I'm not going to ask that. Our listeners know on March the 13th, Facebook and Instagram had a severe outage that lasted the majority of the day. Walker doesn't care about this, but I'm going to tell you why I care. The name of this episode is "I Don't Care." It could be. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm going to tell you why it's important to me because I found out a lot about who I am or who I was on that day. Okay. As I spent countless hours making sure my phone was charged, refreshing my Instagram and Facebook feeds, seeing that there was nothing going on and having several posts just kind of sit there in the queue, I became frantic. And I'm thinking, what am I going to do now? Now, part of my job is social media. So there were some work objectives that I could not do that day. Fair enough. Yeah, it's part of the frustration. But leading into the night walker, I'm talking seven, eight o'clock that night. Here I am still refreshing. Nothing happening. How much time did you divulge in that day to? 13 hours. Um, And you know, as I'm laying in bed, walker, time that I could have been spending with my wife. But I choose to refresh incessantly because I don't want to miss Facebook and Instagram coming back. <laughs> it dawned on me like, where are your priorities, Gatry? It do took you, you do it you took, really it took how much time did it take? <laughs> Once the day was over? That's hindsight is always twenty twenty. I do not like you. <laughs> At any rate, Walker, let, let me, let let me, you, me. I'm going to let you finish. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. I mean, I'm putting myself out here. You are. I'm dissecting my own self. And I'm stomping on you. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. But it was just like, do I really? Because, again, at this point, I'm, I'm checking social media for personal gain. Do I really care what shoes they're going to talk about on House of Heat? <laughs> yeah. I do care, but I mean, it's just like, but... <laughs> Do I care this much that I, that, that I cannot Facts. risk okay. missing Fair a House enough. of Heat post? Fair enough. Shout Fair out enough. to House of Heat, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like, because this is a real reason at this point I'm looking because I haven't had my sneaker head fixed, fixed for the day. And so now you're scratching, itching, going crazy. Heaven forbid I go in my own closet and look at the sneakers I paid for. Cold no, no, sweats. No, 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 no. Yeah. Cold sweats. Yeah. I got to see the new drip out. You actually say, I like how you actually, yeah, I, yeah, you actually weave that in very well. <laughs> Thank you. But you've been, um, been practicing? <laughs> I have. Okay. <laughs> I hated myself for it, Walker, and I hate myself now for admitting it, but again, I'm a vulnerable guy. I don't mind sharing my vulnerabilities. I'm disgusted with my actions on March the 13th. So what what does Gatry intend to do moving forward? Nothing different. I'm still checking out. I'm checking House of Heat right now, actually. Gotcha. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say you, that. I know you didn't have much to share, but... I felt like that was important to our listeners, and I had to get that off my chest. I'm happy for you that you got that off your chest. Any impact from you? Did you even know social media was? <laughs> so here's the deal. I haven't. I, I've. I've. I've mentioned this to Gatry in a roundabout way, but I have actually been fasting social media for like three weeks, something like that. That's why you're not liking any of our posts. Yeah, I have not been on social media. Let me tell you. I think I have I have been the most productive at work. I have been like my wife thinks I'm just like our marriage 
has taken a is on another level, right? Um, spiritually, been great these past three weeks. I just disconnected. I decided that when my wife, when I'm at home, I'm at home. I'm with my wife. I purposefully would leave. That's why sometimes I'll be slow on getting back to you when you would send me stuff. I would leave my phone upstairs. We would go downstairs and watch TV and spend time together. I would leave my phone upstairs intentionally because I am not going to allow that device to, to steal the attention from quality moments in my life, right? I'm gonna use my time to when I do work, when I'm working on my side hustle, when I'm doing different stuff, no phone. That phone would disrupt, I get a notification, now I gotta check. 20 minutes go by, I'm still distracted from what I'm working on. So I was like, you know what, I have to unplug. And in these three weeks, my wife was like, you know, I've enjoyed you being engaged again. My wife noticed. Dude, I've been disengaged. Social media has been like a drug for me. So I, just like any other thing, I just have to cut it off. And I'm low key considering doing another three weeks. Cause they say it takes 21 days to form a habit. So I'm thinking about doing it again. Why don't you just kill your accounts, Walker? Goodness. I, I considered it, but, but, you should follow us at the tipping point, and that's who I follow. <laughs> We're not hypocrites. Right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but I'm just saying, that's why I didn't really notice much. So when you talk about the social media, how it made you scratch and itch, I was fine. I was good. You know, you know, every episode, I have to take a minute, and some people say pause for station identification. Mm-hmm. My station identification is to tell you how much I dislike you as a human being. Why? Because you're doing things that I know I need to be doing. <laughs> no, and, dude, and I had you no talk, I'm looking at myself like, I'm the person, every notification, I'm dropping kids. Fam. I'm literally dropping kids on the, on the ground and get to the phone. Bro, it, not, is, it is an amazing experience to be disconnected. It is amazing. It is. I've heard other people talk about this, and I'm like, I don't see how you could... I know what they're talking about. What about the drip? Um, what drip? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> Walker's wearing some black cement Air Jordan 3s right now. He's not concerned about drip. Drip? <laughs> right? I got, I'm, I'm, now, dude, I promise you, I think everyone should do this at least once a year. I think... Are I you pers- challenging me right now, Walker? I think you should. I think you should go on a sabbatical. I'm not saying you got to do it right away, but you should do it... I think it's good to do it at the beginning of the year. Just to kind of refocus yourself and whatever it is you're working on, you've already spent three weeks forming a new habit. That's all I'm saying, bro. Like, to me, so when stuff like that happens, I'm already conditioned to know that I don't need social media. So it can go, it can crash today and I, okay, I'm going on by my business because already I already have filled that up with other meaningful activities. That's all. If I need to read something, if I need to educate myself on something, if I need to spend time with the ones I love, whatever it is, I can do that and not feel like I'm in bondage to this device. That's it, bro. You have nothing, huh? You have nothing to say. Remember, you brought this on yourself. (laughs) Were you trying to save me this whole time? You know, only because I love you, but you know, sometimes you just gotta let people go. All right.
Anyway, I don't have a clever segue for this. Tell us about Captain Marvel. <laughs> so I'm gonna go see Captain Marvel. Um, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> Did you have your phone on you? I just gotta ask. No. Go ahead, Walker. I, can't, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> I'm so, I think everyone should. Maybe not even three weeks. I don't want to hear this. Spend a week. Go on to Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel I'm was trying on. to body you, and you're not like. <laughs> Listen, Captain Marvel didn't have her phone on in the movie, and she yeah, did she amazing. Yeah, she had amazing. She did things that no one. Anyway, no, the movie was good. I thought it was good. It wasn't my favorite, of course. Um, but I think what it is, Gat, is I'm so invested in the Marvel Universe storyline. Okay. Is that I look at it like a puzzle, like a big, I see the big puzzle. And now, even though it may not be my favorite movie, but you know, these origin movies are tough to do. Yeah. It's tough to do. Because they're taking you back in Captain Marvel. They're taking you back. So it's, 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 it wasn't the, like, there's only three origin stories in all of the Marvel Universe that I really, really, really liked. Captain America? No. <laughs> I know you're trying to be funny there. <laughs> Can you name them? No. Can you guess at them? Hulk? No. Hulk wasn't bad, but Hulk, it's not my, it's not one of my favorites. Iron Man? One. Tony Stark. One. <laughs> Black Panther. Oh, be well, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah that goes without saying. Yeah. Because it lived up to expectations. And it gave us its origins. It was a great setup to fall flat because it was so hyped. Okay. Right? So I, it, I can't even guess the third one. Guardians of the Galaxy. I was going to say Magneto. <laughs> he had his own movie? <laughs> That's not disconnected. I, this is, we flipped the table. Okay. This is you talking social media, me being you and not caring. I, I watched Marvel, but only watched for like the action. Gotcha. You, you, I can, gotcha. I, I watched uh, Avengers, uh, the the first Thanos one. I don't even know the name of it. And Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. If it hadn't been for everybody telling me what happened, I would have watched and been like, dude, but that fight scene. And like, oh, well, why did they do? I don't know. <laughs> dude, Thanos killed. You're just, you're, yeah, you're like, you're late to the party. Yeah. You're yeah, late to the party. Yeah. No, I liked it. I okay. liked it, but it was Should wasn't I go one of my see favorite. it, Walker? Oh, let, let me set yes. the stage. No, you need to go see it. Let me set the stage really well on this okay. one. Let's say something really crazy happens, and my wife says on Saturday, you know what? We ought to go see a movie. Do I, do I say, okay, listen, I'm going to pick it, and I'm going to pick Captain Avengers? What's her name, Walker? Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'm gonna let you lay in there. There's too many captains. Captain America, Captain Marvel. One too many, huh? <laughs> I, no. I worry about you and your numbers. Do I plant my flag on Captain Marvel? Here's why Marvel? you need to see it. Here's why you should You're see it. You're not answering the. Here's, here's why, why you need to answer my question. I said yes. Oh, okay. All here's right. why you need to see it. You listening? No. How about now? Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Because you plan on seeing this other Avengers movie. Yes, Endgame. So you need to know the significance of Captain Marvel. Oh, it's kind of like Ragnarok. Yeah. Coming into the first uh, first uh, Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. Like one of the end scenes bleeds right on into the next movie. Okay. Yeah. So that that's why I would well, say we, we know what's gonna happen. Yeah. 
I don't need to get into it. No, I want to no. kind of call it before it happens so I can refer it back to the, this oh, podcast. I don't want to do that. Okay. No. Again, I'm I'm too in, I'm more invested than you are, so I would rather you not. So I don't want to punch you in the face. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this face looks bad enough. <laughs> I was thinking you was going to punch me in the face earlier. No, I was I was more. I need to punch myself in the face is how I felt about that. But anyway. Uh, but you don't like it when I make you feel that way. No, no. Anybody else is fine, but you, it's personal. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's get let's let's close it out, man. All right. Um listeners, you know how this goes. We are getting into our staple <laughs> what? Our staple player of the week and shout out segments. And you know, just like every week, I never know You're which one goes trash. first. Trash. Which one? You trash. How am I trash? We better find out. Okay. Which one goes first, Walker? Shout outs or player of the week? Exactly. You're trash. I don't ever remember. Shout outs goes first. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into the shout outs. Uh, do I have the honors or is it you? You go first. All right. So uh, my shout out is pretty bland, but I, uh, I had an opportunity to watch the Today Show, one of my favorite shows. <laughs> do you? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure that surprises you. That's right behind I'm... Fox and Friends. <laughs> no, Today Show's NBC. I know, I'm just saying right behind Fox and Friends. Get, Walker, get real. Okay, um, all right. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> they had a segment. Since you said get real. <laughs> they had a segment on uh, Gary Sinise. Okay. And um, Gary Sinise, of course, is an actor. Um, I'm not sure where his claim to fame is, but I'm going to use Forrest Gump because he, he, he had a pretty good role in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Gary Sinise's foundation, his charitable foundation, goes directly to those... Uh, was that so, Lieutenant Dan? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but he's got a charitable foundation in his name that uh, directly or positively impacts um, our soldiers that fight in uh, whatever wars we got going on, but that come back uh, with several body dismemberment, if you will, okay. or amputees and things like that. So um, at the at the nucleus's need, Gary goes on to explain about how you know he, he felt like he had to do something to stand up for those who will come back from war and you know you know missing limbs and things of that nature and then just did not have the resources to be productive members of society anymore gotcha um and hearing him share that i was thinking okay well, this is my shout out because this makes sense and hearing about the dozens upon hundreds of soldiers that have served our country for us but cannot find work Right. It, it, it does something to me. Um, so what Gary Sinise's foundation kind of started out with was he's he's a Hollywood guy. So he's got connections and access to tons of money. So he started this initiative that essentially would construct brand new homes for soldiers to come back to live in fully paid for. But these homes were accessible to the point to where if soldiers had wheelchair or wheelchairs or any other types of equipment. These homes would allow them to navigate through and live and kind of accommodate their disability. Okay. Um, so it was it was so much more than just having a house, but a house that I could really move about freely without worrying about well, how am I going to get to the bottom of the stairwell? Gotcha. Um, but what what's what's biggest about this initiative is the impact it has on the families of the soldiers, many of which uh, some were interviewed, but. Many of these families uh, rely solely upon income from their soldiers. So when they're coming back and they're not finding work, you're putting entire families in jeopardy now. So uh, 
the, the, the initial part of this initiative was to build homes, uh, uh, accessible homes, but then also gather resources that would ultimately employ these same soldiers. So uh, anyway, I it's it's a little it's a little more bland than we like to do for our shout outs, but it touched me when I when I saw this and I've got to shout them out because at the nucleus of what Gary Sinise is doing, it's seeing a need or seeing an issue and not making excuses, but just getting up and doing something about it. And what's important about Gary Sinise is that he's he's secured all the fame that he would ever want and some. He's probably got more money than he knows what to do with. But instead of just riding off to the sunset, he's leveraging that influence to help others. And who better than the men and women that fight for our freedoms that, you know, if you're talking to me, that I tend to take for granted on a day-in-a-day-out basis. So, Gary Sinise, you are my shout-out this week. Thank you, sir. Um, good shout out. Um, again, I like to point out why you are trash. And I knew you weren't going to let me live on this. No, I'm not. I'm not. Because I had to spend time looking for this particular person. Get it no, off. get no. it off your chest, Walker. So Gat told tells me, hey, this month we're going to shout out women because it's Women's Month, right? So I'm like, okay, going along with it, and he shouts out a guy. Now, granted. What he's doing is awesome. But anyway, mine is, I, because I didn't see anyone do anything awesome like recently that I wanted to shout out really, um, I decided that I just want to shout out for Women's Month, I want to acknowledge Misty Copeland. Um, you're familiar with Misty Copeland. She became the first African-American woman to be promoted to principal dancer in She's the American Ballet Theater. Have you seen her? Cause I know yeah. you used to travel up to New York a lot for different stuff. I don't know if you ever seen her. I, I I actually have a homeboy who listens who is in ballet. Okay. And he put us on game about Misty. Gotcha. Yeah. So I um, didn't know Misty was our age. Oh yeah, dude. I always thought she was like a few years older. She I don't know what a female version of a beast is, but she's that. Yeah. Yeah. Beastist. I don't know. But anyway, I just want to shout her out yeah. for for being Black Woman Magic and doing her thing and she, excelling. She's got a lot of. I mean, you talking about giving back to the community very quietly. Misty's there. Gotcha. Yeah. So right. she's she's a philanthropist as well. If, oh, if yeah. you're with her. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. No, she's uh she's out there do- and I just want to acknowledge her gotcha. for this month. That is my shout out uh for t- for today. Okay. Um so yeah, I- I'm joking on you when I call you trash yeah, uh for that. Right. It's um, a term of endearment at this point. Sometimes. So thanks. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you really mean it. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I trust that you'll take the proper measures to let me know when you really mean it. I mean it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ronnie Gaffey signing off. <laughs> Just jokes, friend. Gotcha. Um, all right, let's get into let's get out of here and then before we do, let's talk about uh these goof ups here. I can't wait to get into this one, Walker. Oh, you are on the edge of your seat. Who you My got? Player of the week might as well be a team of the week. Really? Yeah, you like that? Yeah, I do. Or State of the Week, even. You're in State of the Union? Yes. This is State of the Week. State of the Week. Yeah. So it's for a whole state. Louisiana. You know I'm coming for you. Have you heard about this, Walker? Um, I don't think I have. Good. I love it when you haven't heard of this stuff. Okay. (laughs) 
But I'm not even gonna share it with you. I'm just gonna I'm gonna be hypothetical. We're gonna go Q and A here. Oh, I love the dramatics. Oh goodness, you so extra. I am. I can't help it. Okay, Walker. Let's say let's say you hypothetically live in Louisiana, right? Yeah. You do your taxes, and you're one of those privileged few that get a income tax return, unlike myself. Okay. <laughs> you you get it right, and you're thinking, man, this is a little higher than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. But you're like. Well, yeah. oh well. Yeah, now, I, I know. I know you're better than this, but let's just say you say, you know, it's more. I'm gonna ball out. Let's go get some new drip, right? New drip. Okay. Social media or not. <laughs> <laughs> so you get this money, right? Mm-hmm. You blow it, or okay. you spend it, however okay. you want to. You get a call a few days after. From the state to say it, we made a mistake. <laughs> we paid you double what your return should have been. We need you to. We need. We need that back. We need you to run we that need back. That, we need to run that back. Run that back. Yeah. What do you do, Walker? Hope you kept the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you kept the receipt, partner. Walker, let me introduce my team or state of the week, Louisiana, to the tune of twenty-six million dollars. <laughs> These people. Over refunded those that got tax refunds, but in pure excuse, you think my, lost their job over there? Oh, I'm sure heads rolled. Yeah, but in pure uh, we screw this up fashion, Louisiana literally goes through measures to tell people, you know what, we messed up. Don't spend that extra money you got. Hold that, man. If you don't get out of here with that mess, anyway, Louisiana. <laughs> You're my player of the week. How are you? I mean, you should have did. You should have went last. That's actually pretty funny. Is it really? That's actually pretty. Twenty six million dollars worth. Well, mine is not funny, but yeah. really, is yours going to end on the solemn note? Yeah, somber, very somber, very somber. Had I known that, uh, you you should have went. We got to start sharing our stuff. We really do. We really. I did. don't feel like I want to keep stuff from you. I, but I like giving you stuff you haven't heard before. Yeah. And that's what I'm about to do as well. Okay. Come on. Well, you have heard it. You have heard it, but you just, you missed it in terms of the list of things to cover in a lightning round, and I was kind of hoping you would. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go forth and speak. Whatever that means. I wish you could, I wish we had video cameras <laughs> to see your face, like, anyway. <laughs> few days ago there was an attack in New Zealand in church mosque Um, I think the last number I heard was that 50 people died same here okay I checked this morning so Um, my prayers and thoughts are with those people their families their loved ones um, because this was inexplicable my player of the week goes out to Britton Tarrant the person who's accused of participating in this um you know a lot of people have talked about who this person is and the whole nine get there's no there's no reason i I, I never have understood what goes into the mind of a person who wants to take a life let alone 50 people Mm -hmm. Right. Oh my God. I, 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 my prayers that I never. There's no, no telling how many people are injured as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Good night. I mean, and even those who are injured, the scarring. You know what I mean? 
just just their whole approach to their faith could be rocked. Mm-hmm. Like my fear, because you know, there's just certain things that happen in life that are so traumatizing. You don't even want to revisit. Something happens on a plane, or something happens with you're afraid of riding a plane ever again. Right. Right. So right. so you imagine the the trauma that these people are dealing with, right? In an aftermath. I don't know how you can just be okay with that to the point of carrying that out. So I, I don't want to be, I don't want to spend a lot of time there, but for anyone who thinks that that's okay, it's not. And that, that just makes him our player of the week. Simply put, my prayers and thoughts with those of impact and affected. I feel for you, stand with you. Um, yeah, my heart goes out to you. Can, can I, how much of that have you sunk your feet into? Not a lot. Okay, so you didn't see the egging incident? No. Okay. I don't know if it's important to share. The egging incident? Yeah, a, a, a senator in Australia was questioned about the motive, at least in his opinion, about this attack. Mm-hmm. And there was like a 17-year-old kid that was like filming it from his phone. Then he pulls out an egg and eggs the senator. Right? Mm-hmm. So the senator, taken aback by everything, turns back and seizes the kid and <laughs> punches the kid twice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, all on camera. I mean, se- several several different angles as well. But not, not taking not taking any attention off of that situation. The motive of why this kid did it. Do we know? Yeah. Well, okay. The senator made comments, and I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna paraphrase this, but the senator made comments essentially saying, "Well, this is what you subscribe to when you're a Muslim." Ah, gotcha. Essentially challenging the public to not really be alarmed by this terrorist act. So he got egg for being a bigot. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, I, I don't want to take anything away from. And I made I made sure to not even get into the what made this person do it. I don't care. It's hatred. It's it's it's. There's nothing to defend. There's nothing to, and to me, you hit your wagon to this this level of insanity. Sure. When you when you make statements like the senator made, you, you can't say that. You agree you, with me? You, like you cannot. You hitch your wagon to that insanity. Yes. Absolutely. One thousand percent. I I just don't get it, Walker. Like one thousand percent. Show that you have a heart. Show that you're compassionate. I know he was asked a question. But you can still take the high road and deflect that by sharing your condolences for all those impacted. You Absolutely. Don't, you're a senator, man. You speak for the people. No, you don't. Well, not anymore, but you're supposed to. Okay. Fair anyway. enough. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, that really should you, have went first. I, I really think the Louisiana Walker, would have been great. It went the way it was supposed to go. Okay. All right. Anyway. That's all I got. Oh. By the way, since we're shouting out people, I want to... No, I'm going to hold that. You're going to hold it? Yeah. Okay. You sure? Yeah. Gotcha. What were we supposed to acknowledge someone else to? We were going to very... In a a very tardy fashion, but we were going to share condolences for the tornado victims of Lee County. Of Lee County. Yeah. Stop thoughts and prayers are with them for speedy recovery. Absolutely. Lives lost? There were... Yeah. Two? No. I I think it was more like six or seven. Okay. 
Okay. I think there were, I think two were children, I believe. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, that that hits close to home for us, of course. It happened That's in Alabama, two hours away from yeah, us. Yeah. So, and especially you, Walker, with deep ties in Lee County. So, um, we're a little late, but we still want to share our thoughts, prayers, and condolences for everyone impacted by that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Absolutely. Gotcha. Absolutely. That's all I got, man. Yeah. Well, you want to wrap us up or what? <laughs> Before I do that, I do want to shout out Bruce Pearl. I do want to shout out old, old buddy Bruce. I can't do that? You can. You can. We talked about this You before. just did it. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, it's March Madness, ladies and gentlemen. Auburn is the SEC champs? SEC tournament champs. Tournament champs. Because there's a regular season champs and there's a tournament. They're right. tournament champions. Correct. Did not see that happening. Did not. Right. So, shouts out to him. Shouts out to what he's done for that program. That's awesome. Old Pearl. Pearl Jam. <laughs> anyway. Get, get me out of here. Because <laughs> that's stuff I'm supposed to say. Like, oh, you don't get to be corny. <laughs> it's my turn. Okay. It's right. my turn. Right. Anyway. We'll spread it. Um, anyway, anyway, guys, thanks for listening so much. Have a great week. And uh, yeah, I'll see you. See you next week. You should be back next week, right? Yeah, I should. See you next week. All right.